Hi, my name is Dr. Brendan McCarthy. I'm the Chief Medical Officer at Protea Medical Center in Chandler, Arizona. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. Um, today's the first day that we were taping after uh, a few weeks. We had we took the, the winter uh, holidays off, we did Christmas and, and New Year's. And uh, I am humbled Now you may cut that part out. Almost there. I'll be, I'll be good. You know, as, as a physician, you know, I, I believe that we're all hopefully dedicated to, uh, to helping people and to being of service. And uh, I know I am. And and when I saw the podcast, uh, and I saw the comments, I I didn't know. I just thought it'd be nice to make a podcast to validate the patients that I've been seeing, and to speak to what I thought would be helpful to the people I don't see, and to try and give ideas to the people I don't see because I can't see everybody. You know, I, I work hard at having a good work-life balance. I'm, I'm a dad and a husband. And uh, so I always make sure I do my best to do a balance in my life so I can't see everybody. I had no idea that doing this would have that kind of response. And um, thank you to all of you who tuned into it, who commented to sharing their feelings. One woman made a post, and I think there were... At this point, there were 45 other women who wrote to her. And that's more than I could have ever even dared to hope. Because it's a, a network of people communicating with each other on what they experienced and what worked for them. And in the comments, there are some of you who've had such wonderful advice and things that you've tried and things that worked so much about diet. I want you to know I will do a post on diet because I am a diet-oriented doctor always. I love doing diet with people. It's an important part of my practice, and, and I do believe in that. But it was just so... It was also so heart-wrenching to hear what some of you have experienced. I've read all of them. I haven't responded to all of them. I try to respond to them. I'm going to respond to a few of them now. And... Uh, just thank you. Thank you for your feedback and thank you for your, your, your um, tuning into it. So the first one I want to respond to is something that I see and it's just, it's such a valid struggle this woman has experienced. Um, you know, she's issues around losing weight and she's gained an extra 60 pounds and her hemoglobin A1C is 5'6", which is right at the edge of normal, Okay. So if someone presents to clinic and you're a physician and their hemoglobin A1C is 5.6, you can get them to lose maybe 15 pounds to, to bring it to 5.4, 5.2. That's about what you'll get. The thing is someone of hemoglobin A1C of 5.6 shouldn't be 60 pounds overweight. It just shouldn't happen. And that was what was going on with her. And, you know, she does intermittent fasting every day. She watches her carbs. And 
it is not working. So when her case, and, and to, to speak to you directly, it's, it does, it's valid. You're, yeah, let me say that. You're valid, okay? And your doctor's goal should be to find out what's going on with you. Labbing your fasting insulin, and you want to keep it below four. If it's above four, let me back up. The podcast I did on that will be more in detail, so go look at that. But let me just be to you really clear. You want to get your insulin below four. If it's above four, that means that overnight your insulin was too high for you to burn any of your fat. So the goal with your fasting is to just really push out the amount of time that you're fasting so that it gives your body a chance to reduce that insulin down as close to four as you can get it fasting. So for the longer period of time that you're down below four, between two and four for that fasting insulin, you need a better weight loss doing that. Watching your carbs is also really helpful. One thing that I could advise to consider with that is something called the insulin index of foods. Google that. Believe it or not, there are some proteins that you'll eat that you think are good, but the protein is stimulating insulin. Um, I'm going on a limb. I'm not, I, I didn't look it up today. Um, uh, I think it's scallops. Scallops release as much insulin as a Snickers bar. <laughs> I have to look that up to confirm that. I'm going to say that here. We're going to post this. If I'm wrong, I'll do another video on that. But with that said, there are some proteins you eat that stimulate insulin. That's why people eat like high-protein diets that don't always lose weight. They're like, why is this not working? They're eating too much protein, and protein is stimulating insulin. So with you, the choices of, of proteins that you're consuming, you want to make sure that they're not stimulating insulin because insulin is most likely the problem. Okay? I'm working on that as insulin is being your working diagnosis. I'll go over other things in just a second, though. But just in case, so if it is insulin, as insulin is too high, your A1C is 5.6, you want to get that lower. You mentioned Ozempic was prescribed to you. I want to say that I have uh, watched this since 06 when it was out as Bayetta, um GLP-1, and it was derived from Gila Monster Saliva. It works. It works. It works. Okay, it works. We prescribe it in office. I use that here. We use it here. It is a good thing. It works. It helps on several levels. It lowers, it normalizes insulin secretion to be around the time of your meal. What we see with these patients is fasting insulin goes lower because insulin is being stimulated to be primarily around mealtime, and that's where it stays. Usually you'll see them have that nice drop off in insulin overnight. That's helping their weight loss. It does suppress appetite. Not always the case with someone A1C of 5.6. It doesn't always need to be suppressed in your case, but it does help with that. The thing about Ozempic, and you also mentioned surgery in your comment, you're starting to hear stories on the internet and in the news and everywhere else where people are like, I did Ozempic and I lost all this weight, and then when I stopped, I gained all the weight back. That will happen. I want you to know that. That will happen unless we treat the original cause. What caused the insulin to be elevated? Why was your insulin elevated? If it's chronic stress from your adrenal gland being out because you're leading a very stressful lifestyle, that has to be managed. 
if it's because of another one, a fascinating one, um, it's called uh, chronic viral infections. And, and I remember learning this with Dr. Paul Anderson, who's one of my mentors. When you uh, have chronic viral infections, your body will have this low-grade cortisol secretion all the time, and that will keep insulin high, and that will cause that as well. So treating a chronic viral infection, that could be helpful as well. Epstein-Barr virus being one of them. There's others. Some people have, and I'm not saying this is your case, some people will have, uh, I'm not saying you have seen bar either, I'm just saying these need to be screened. Um, some people who do Ozempic, and the reason why it didn't work long term, it didn't stick, is because they never treated their food addiction, their emotional attachment to food. I know you don't say that's not yours, but I just want to address why Ozempic doesn't always work. And so it's important that your physician doesn't just give you Ozempic. Or, or semaglutide, Wagovi, whatever they're calling it, where you're prescribing it. Your physician needs to understand what the heck happened. How did this get where it was? Is it food addiction? Is it because of chronic stress? Is it because of estrogen dominance from years gone on? Is it a chronic viral infection? Your doctor wants to understand that prior to prescribing it. And while you're on the medication, they want to be treating that as well and getting it under control managing it for you. That's what we do in our practice. That's what I do. I strict, we're very strict about that. We Patients will see a nutritionist every month and we'll adjust the dose of the semaglutide to make sure it's working for them, make sure that they're losing weight consistently. But our nutritionist is also working very hard in the background to make sure that they're getting the correct diet if they have a food intolerance or food uh, uh, addiction. And then the physician is working with them with stress reduction, ways to remanage their stress and lifestyle. So, so taking semaglutide, it works when you treat the underlying cause. Same as surgery. People do bariatric surgery. And I'm not a fan of that. I'm not against it, but I'm not a fan of it. Because if you do the surgery, but you don't treat the cause, they, people will gain the weight back with surgery. That's shown. The one thing they never tell you, they never, they never talk about. It's like, why? Why did you gain the weight? With a hemoglobin of A1C of 5.6, I know you're not overeating. You're not eating perfect. <laughs> you're not. Not a 5.6. Come on. We could be better, right? For love of Pete, it's not that bad. It's not 60 pounds. It's my job then. It's lazy for me as a doctor to say, you got to cut back your calories, young lady. That's lazy doctoring. The good doctoring is the doctor says, what on earth is happening? Let's run the labs. Let's figure you out. You only have one time around in this world that we know of. You deserve someone to figure that out. And I went to medical school a long time. I want to use my mind. I have a lot of this data to share. That's what the relationship should be for you. That's what you should deserve. You asked me to do a podcast on the levels you should be looking for, your blood work, and a game plan stuff. We were just talking about it with my producer about doing that. I will. I will. I promise you. I, and I, and I, I, honestly, I was going to make these videos and I didn't think anyone was going to look at them for years. I was going to use them maybe as educational stuff for the other doctors that work for me in the office. I was going to do like these are like training videos. This is some training videos up in here. That was what this was. And I had no idea. And, and I, you know, the training video, I wanted to make sure also that the physicians that work for me here have the same kind of like um, emotional connectivity with their patients. So I was, that's why we were putting in there. And, and that was what our thing was. I had no idea. So I, I hear you. 
that is on my schedule of things to do with the, the, the lab levels, the levels that we want, and, and general game plans, ways to ask for things. Because like I said, I know, I know you're in Canada. I can't go to Canada to be your doctor. I know you can't fly down here all the time. And, and it's not reasonable to think that way for anybody. But, but I want to help, and I hope this is helpful. Thank you so much for, for this comment. That meant a lot to me. Um, I was told not to put my hand behind my neck because it hides my face from the camera. <laughs> I do this because it's almost like I'm giving myself a hug. Uh, you could be the most brilliant physician. You could be so smart and you could figure out what's wrong with people right away. You could be gifted like that. It's a gift to do that. And you could have all that. And you could sit there with a patient and, and say, this is what this is and I understand you. Here's the lab work. It shows us. I know what's going on with you. And it means nothing. If anything, it's worse to be able to have that where I understand what's going on with you but you're not able to access care. In some ways, it's almost like being tortured. It's like, I, and I want you to know I know that. And in my practice, we can figure things out with lab work, but it's the delivery of the care that's the most important part of being a doctor. Not just delivering care just that one time, but in a meaningful, consistent way that you can rely on, that the labs will be run on time, that the dose of medication to you, very specific and correct and corrected with you. Being a doctor is not just figuring out what's wrong with the person. It's figuring out how to manage their care and care about them and follow up with them for years. Sometimes the rest of their lives. Hopefully you stay with them the rest of their lives. I still see my first patient. I brag about that. I do still see my first patient. I'm saying this because, you know, making this podcast and reading your comments, I feel like I've kind of sat up and I said, I see you. I hear you. But, but I know that I'm only one doctor. I want you to know I know that. Um, I don't want to, I'm not going to just leave you with just data of like, this is probably what's going on. I'm going to continue making content and I'll do my best to give you every tool that you can use when you go to your care providers to request the kind of care that would work. I will do my best because I know I can't see all of you and I, I'm not trying to. I'm not, you know, you go, there's all these videos where people like, you know, they're trying to drum up business. I never intended to drum up business. That's not my intent. Um, like I said a minute ago, these are meant to be training videos or just some random little videos I made to be helpful. Um, some of you have gone through this your whole lives and you're posting after 40, 50 years of this sometimes. I see you. I get it. Don't give up hope. I, I see patients at 70. I do. They're inspiring. It's never too late. So, um, thank you. Thank you for your comments. Please know I read them. Please know I'm going to do everything in my power to do what I can to create more content that is helpful, specific to what you write me. 
because it's important. And, and it's, yeah, you're valid. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. Thank you for your comments. Again, if this is something that benefits you, uh, please share, like, and subscribe. But also, now I gotta say, please comment. Please comment. I will read them. My producer and I, we will read them. And, and it'll help. It does help. And I will listen and I will work at this. I'll do everything in my power to be helpful. So thank you very much.